With 24-7 customer service and guaranteed repairs, your Progressive policy works the way it's supposed to. Unlike this stressful meditation guide. Take a deep breath. Focus on all the things you have to do. Did someone make the vet appointment yet? You don't know? That feels like something you should know. Switch to Progressive today. You are a mess. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Repairs through Progressive Network Shops guaranteed for as long as you own or lease your car. Zimbabwe. The broken Bunsen burner burns so bright. South. Jamie. Southeast Asian Peninsula. Hey, hey, Jamie. Yes. I think the only line we need from you today is drivers who switch to Progressive could say big. Cool. I just got to finish my warm-ups. <clears throat> foul, foul, throw in the towel. History, history. Switch history, to Progressive history. today. Santa ski slalom in a salmon skin suit. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Alter Ego Podcast. My name is Jack Austin, and with me as always, Mr. Mark. Hey. Hey, Mark. Hey. And with us for the first time ever is Mr. Ryan Glover. What's up, Ryan? What's going on? How How you doing, doing, buddy? Not bad. Glad to have you here. Introduce yourself, other than your name being Ryan. How do you know? What do you... uh, what brings you to the table? Why, why do we have you here on the show today? Other than How the did fact you get you're, here? <laughs> you're actually my real life friend. I'm your real life friend. That's why I'm here. Perfect. I love it. it <laughs> All right. So we haven't done this generally. We've had Megan. We've had uh, Mr. Justin. 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 Are you there? Justin? I just think he's going to come back one day. One day he's going to walk through that door. Justin. Damn it, Justin. Okay. He got so I figured cricket. we would start. Uh, and Ryan... Full disclosure for everyone listening was going to bring his top five favorite villains because he went out of his way to say, hey, I'm mad I missed the top five favorite villains. I want to do this one. So he shows up today bright and early with no notes. You can't None. make a declaration in the group chat. I was so excited. I even wrote a note here. Look at my diligent note taking. <laughs> Ryan, top five Marvel villains. You It'll hate to here. see it. It'll be here. All right. So we're not going to do top five Marvel villains for... Uh, for Ryan yet, but we will. Today's episode, we are discussing the X-Men and their uh, hinted entry into the MCU. Uh-huh. How's it going to happen? Some of the information that's come out about them as a squad. I have theories. Yeah, me too. I have theories and I have some some news that I read a little bit, some stuff from Reddit, and I was like, oh no. I don't know if I like this. Don't trust Reddit. But anyway, we're going to let Ryan kick us off with his favorite comic book character. You don't need to know. I was that. about to ask him the you same thing. Don't even need <laughs> favorite comic book character. Period. Doesn't yeah, anything. Absolutely, anything. Absolutely the Hulk. The Hulk. All right. All right. Any Art. reason why? Tell us why, Ryan. The dude's ginormous and green. Wow. Gets mm. pissed off. Fucks what, things up. What's your favorite Hulk what story? Else do you need to know? Or movie? Or anything? Um, the Avengers. Avengers, yeah. You like the first iteration from Mark Ruffalo or Ed Norton? Oh, Ruffalo all day. Ruffalo? You like Ruffalo? Yeah. He's interesting. I, I don't think we'll ever meet somebody who's like, you know what? The Eric Bana interpretation is my favorite. <laughs> Let's. Well, I hope I don't meet that person. <laughs> but uh, So are you more of a comics guy or like a movies and video games kind of guy? 
Well, as far as when it comes to comic book in, stuff. Uh, He's guy. definitely a video games guy. I yeah. can tell you, we've spent some time on some video games, me and, uh, me and the nice. rag guy. Um, so Hulk, that's a good answer. For reference, mine was Punisher, and Mark's was Squirrel Girl. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Batman. He likes him some Batman. Batman. Yeah. So let's jump right into so. it. As we know, uh, Fox has been acquired by Marvel Studio. Well, Disney. Mm-hmm. So Disney bought Fox. Disney owns Marvel. In a long line of buying everything else in the exactly, world. Exactly. Exactly. So now, in a roundabout way, oh, actually, no, a very direct way, they own the X-Men. So everybody thought, as soon as that happened, that we were going to see Claws popping on screen immediately. That's what I wanted. That's what everybody wanted. No. I thought... We got to savor it. <laughs> you know... I think for those people that want, that thought we were going to see an X-Men nod or an X-Men like straight up appearance in the MCU, as we'll call it. I mean, obviously, there have been so many X-Men movies to this point, a couple of uh, Wolverine solo movies and all the other ensemble X-Men movies that have been. They thought, oh, you know, we're going to see something. But as far as the MCU goes, there was a lot of theories out there that at the end of uh, Endgame, we were just going to see Wolverine. I thought at the end of Endgame, you stay for that after credit scene, which we didn't get. But I thought eventually we'd go through all the credits, and then you just see like a little wheelchair rolling by with a big X on the side. You, that's I, what you thought? You I thought, thought we were going to see X? something like that. Something along those lines as well. Because mm. a lot of people thought it was going to be claws popping. They think that, Wolverine is going to be the guy that they they transfer into the MCU. Mm, okay, well, I have ideas about this, but I'm going to hold off for a little bit till we start digging into okay. it. But, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm glad they held off. I'm glad they didn't jump the gun on it. And I'm hoping they're taking their time and they're really trying to learn from what's happened in the past and just, you know, introduce them right and take their time and cast appropriately. Yeah, I think so too. And I think a lot more of this story is written than we thought Mm -hmm. before they went in and bought the Mm X-Men. I think there's so many story arcs that are already laid out that you can't just throw literally thousands of characters <laughs> i mean when you think about the x-men oh yeah thousands yeah there's so many so many important people and that's just the and, thing a lot of people are arguing do you start off with a solo movie for say storm do you start with wolverine do you start with everybody if you start with everybody how do you incorporate them into the already established story for instance the battle of new york where were the x-men i uh, so there's a couple different ways they can go with this. Let's see. I made I made a, a note with three bullet points on it. Let me see if I can pull that up real quick. But um, there's a couple different ways they can go with this. Uh, let's see here. So I don't know if anybody's ever read an Inhumans comic before. Have Have either of you read anything with the Inhumans? Like I have not read a lot Ms. of Miss Marvel, no, Camilla yeah. Khan. Um, basically, to create Camilla Khan, if I may be wrong, don't quote me. On, don't at me. But um. The reason she turned into Miss Marvel is because the Terrigen Mist was released and it released something in her DNA. I did read about that. Sorry. Okay. Camilla Khan threw me off. Miss Marvel, yes. yes. Okay, yeah, She was yeah, the yeah. second Miss yes. Marvel. Right, correct. After Miss Marvel became Captain Marvel, she became the next Miss Marvel. Yeah. I'm wondering if they can do something because they're, if you go back and you see Wanda and um, Quicksilver, they got turned into quote-unquote mutants. They got changed by the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. There was three snaps in those Infinity War movies. I'm wondering if maybe it can be one of those widespread things where people had this underlying DNA and you 
the snaps caused it to kind of break out a little bit and gave them that gamma exposure. So they had to pull from like um, inhuman storylines, which they're never going to do in humans again. That'll never see the light of day after the uh, debacle with uh, the ABC show. I was not a fan of that show. So I'm wondering if maybe yeah. the snap could have released the etch gene in everybody. They kind of let those whatever powers they are kind of get released. Hmm. I was thinking maybe that's one way it could be, can be done. So in that scenario, are you saying that people who were snapped mm-hmm. come back and they all of a sudden have this? So like the guys that No, but I like that. Let's so dig the, into so, that. So the guys that haven't been snapped away, let's say we have the James Howlett, the X-Men, mm-hmm. the the you know, the Wolverine, the guy that everybody thinks of, he's not snapped away, but somehow when everybody snapped back, he suddenly has these regenerative powers. And that's that's another thing that we'll we'll talk about too is I don't think they're going to go with everybody's direct uh storyline or their background you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's going to be an mcuized version of it right right so yeah. do you want to see okay so there's i'll let you talk for a minute where do you think this should go how do you think this should be introduced i think the big setup movie for all this and a good way to introduce all of them is from the dr strange wanda maximov version of the multiverse of madness uh-huh. i think they stumble upon a world where the X-Men exist. I like history's that. very different. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, with Doctor Strange and and uh in Scarlet Witch, the the possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. I think with those two being on the screen, there's a way they could integrate that somehow. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something wrong with that reality. Gotcha. And maybe there's a scenario where they're fooling around and earth 1610 or whatever you want to call it and let's say magneto comes over and realizes it's a world without mutants mutants, and magneto's your big bad magneto's somebody who could handle all the avengers i think Mm -hmm. i feel personally i'm a big fan of magneto i think he's got the power level Mm -hmm. to be able to command attention from miss you know captain marvel thor all the big players and then they even say you know there were some guys that dealt with him over on Earth 1610 called the X-Men. Let's bring them over. So that's a world that doesn't have the Avengers but does have the X-Men. Correct. Okay. And that would I also like that. that would also explain why they weren't there. I never showed up. Yeah. That's why the X-Men haven't been involved until now. Okay. So on when we talked about Doctor Doom, I said I didn't want him introduced right away with Fantastic Four stuff. Magneto is somebody I would want introduced right away. Just can you imagine him showing up, crunching Captain America or crunching Iron Man's suit like a tin can? Yeah, stealing the shield, stealing Mjolnir, like and all the the vibranium from Black Panther. Like half of them are metal uh, based yeah. superheroes. Like yeah. he can just kind of snap his fingers and really take care of all of them in one shot. Pretty much leaves Hulk and. Uh, Wanda. That's about we it. also we also need to remember in this story he's not dealing with a Captain America. He's dealing with Falcon. That's true. He's also not dealing with Tony Stark as Iron Man. That doesn't I, say that I, he I, won't have an Iron Man. I blocked that out of my memory. I forgot. <laughs> Tony but he could definitely deal with a war machine. Mm-hmm. You mm. know, uh, definitely vibranium because I think uh, that. Black Panther 2, which I don't want to dive into yet. I kind of want to focus more on the X-Men. I think Black Panther 2 is going to be a wide door opening for who our next big bad is, Mm -hmm. personally. That's what I think. 
So, and I think it's going to be Doom. But <laughs> um, the next bullet on my list was similar to that. It, it involved Doctor Strange and Wanda because um, that WandaVision show was coming out. Mm -hmm. and and it's a the, prequel. Yes. And the, the theory behind that show is, is it a prequel? Yes. Okay, because what I, what I read, it was probably incorrect, but what I read was um, to cope with losing vision, she was creating all these pocket dimensions mm. to kind of recreate their relationship. And that's why in some of the scenes are in the 50s, some of the scenes are in a sitcom, there's all these different scenarios where they're in there, and maybe she creates all these different multiverses, and then Doctor Strange has to swoop in and try and clean everything up. And yeah. that's what maybe opens up these lines. Maybe, but I, I do believe I've read something from Kevin Feige saying that this WandaVision show is a prerequisite to Infinity War. Okay. So all of this is could leading that be a up misdirect? to what happens. Anything in Marvel could be a Kevin misdirect. Kevin Feige would never lie to us. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Kevin. I, what do you think? How would you like to see the X-Men introduced? I don't know. <laughs> it's well. <clears throat> okay. They haven't been in the MCU at all. So Not at you all. You can't just throw them in there. Yeah. Which is what I was thinking. Like, oh, well, they could just make it happen. But where were they when all the stuff exactly. was going down in New York and everything else happened? Hmm. I kind of own, honestly, kind of wanted to go back to uh, to start almost over. Like, mm -hmm. if you start the MCU over, pretty much, why not start with the X Men? I don't think and they would do one? it just because it would just piss everybody off. Like we've we've well, now, watched twenty one movies. Off? Not, not to mention me off, when you so. say when you say uh, you you are he is. I was going to say that yeah. you are one of the few people I know that doesn't like Endgame. So you say oh, what? No. <laughs> we could do a whole episode on this. <laughs> make yeah. Stark the man. No. Uh, I just I can't get behind. We'll it. dive into that some oh, other yeah. time. But you know, <laughs> I, there's always somebody that doesn't like it, and I'm not saying that. And you're you certainly can... not alone because there's no. plenty of people that have that opinion. Absolutely. But um, but circling back to the X Men, the reason they don't, I think, reset everything is again all the characters that are so established. You still have Hawkeye. You still have sure. Thor. You mm -hmm. still have the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. You have, and in my opinion, Doctor Strange. That's only scratch the surface of what he can do oh you yeah. have so many huge characters black panther mm -hmm. uh and and uh they have all these new ones that could possibly come in but they're not going to start over and make somebody who has not been introduced a pivotal character going forward they're not going to say you know what we appreciate all your efforts in infinity war and endgame we're going to hand this off to somebody that nobody knows here comes road yeah, <laughs> yeah i think the continuity of that story just doesn't really do it for me and that kind of Go ahead. Almost do it Infinity War style where they kind of just clash and meet finally. I was going to say that, that is one of the, the possible theories. I is that I could live with that. Let's do versus. some secret wars. Let's do some battle world. Mm -hmm. Let's do a uh, Avengers versus X-Men. That's true. That. that could happen. Imagine Avengers on one side, X-Men on the other. Big portal opens up. They go, that must be the enemy. And then they just charge at each other. <laughs> and imagine the shock and awe of the Avengers when people like Cyclops and Colossus and Wolverine and Storm come mm -hmm. stepping through that that door. Th that's a different level. Those of... are some players that they would not be used to seeing. Mm -hmm. And, oh, <laughs> let's not forget Professor X, Magneto, Juggernaut, Sabretooth, mm -hmm. all these big powerhouse players showing up to meet a now diminished Avengers, Avengers. team. So, okay, let me ask you guys this. Would you like to see a young X-Men team show up or an older X-Men team show Like an experienced X-Men team or like Xavier's school of uh, 
I forget the name of it, but his students. For gifted it, youngsters? For gifted yeah. youngsters. I almost said special youngsters, but that's something different. <laughs> it's hard to do a young team. How could you do a young Wolverine and do it justice? That's the hard part. But you know, because I'm how a little scared they're going to go that way. They're going to go, t- they're going to Tom Holland it. They're going to go young with the hopes of getting 10 years out of these guys. Tom Holland is also supposed to be a kid. Yeah, I, know. I mean, or Peter Parker. Tom but Holland, so technically, I, these were all kids at the school at some point. Yeah. So I I think we could see some some X Men that are on the younger side like for sure, and then see yeah Jubilee's pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, she mm-hmm. is pretty powerful. Yeah, sometimes she's a choke of firework fingers, but down the road she's pretty powerful. Yeah, she mm-hmm. And you know, you got your Kitty Prides. Mm-hmm. You got quite a few X Men that could could come in on the younger side. I just want to see Morph. Morph. <laughs> you want to see Morph done Morph. right? Morph could be anybody. Morph could be a very deceptive key on how the X-Men mm-hmm. get their foot in the door. I personally want to see, for once, and I love James Marsden, I want to see Cyclops done right. Yeah. I know he's strong-willed. I know he's a jerk, but I want to see him done right, and I want to see his power level done right. Because mm-hmm. he's been a joke in all the movies. Yeah, I was a huge Cyclops fan from the comics and from uh, the animated series because mm-hmm. he was kind of like that that stoic leader that they all needed. Um, willing to make the decisions that nobody else does. Exactly. Including Professor X. Well, then let me pose another question. Do they go A-level X-Men? Or do they start off with maybe the B or C tier and then work up to the Wolverine Cyclops Storm? <sighs> okay. Who's your B tier? Oh, God. Ones yeah. that I can't, like your Jubilees, your, not a road, but maybe you could throw a road in there because she hasn't really been done in the in the second I was going to say trilogy, but there's four movies in it. That was interesting, yeah, the way they handled Rogue. But here's my challenge with that. If I'm Kevin Feige, if I'm Marvel and Disney, Mm -hmm. and I want to grab my casual fan, I'm not throwing out Bobby Drake, the Iceman. That's exactly what I was going to say. Look I at, don't want to see that. Yeah. But, but I, I beg to differ. Look at Guardians of the Galaxy. That was a D-level comic book at best. Chances are, though. But no, you're, you're right. It was a D-level comic book at best. However, nobody knew them. They aren't established. Well, X Men the animated series, X Men with Hugh Jackman, X Men with uh, oh my God, who plays Magneto? What's his name? Uh, the British guy. Not um, I know his name, but since you're pointing at me, I can't. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Ian McKellen. Yeah. Oh man, I almost go- I almost did the Google A song. Premature dude. <laughs> I almost did the Google song. Patrick Stewart. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Halle Berry doing the original uh, Storm. So we've seen two Storms, we've seen two Magnetos, we've seen two Wolverines. Well, no, we've seen one Wolverine. But do you go with somebody who we haven't seen? So maybe there's less. You know who could be a perfect bridge? Who? Although it'd be a little ridiculous. I like this. It'd be ridiculous. Is it Danny DeVito? It would be silly to see this character be the bridge. They're established. Mm. They are already confirmed as one of the only people making the I know jump where you're going here. from FX over to Marvel MCU, and that is Sir Wade Wilson, Deadpool. <laughs> is he the guy? Oh, my God. Because not only could he do something like that, you know for a fact if he shows up and meets the Avengers, he's already making fourth wall jokes. Mm-hmm. He's already talking about the X-Men and, oh, well, you know, we should have been here for the whole Thanos fight. And he's like, what are you talking about? 
on the X-Men side. I mean, that could, yeah, absolutely. And he could even come in and say something ridiculous like, well, we're here because Disney bought us. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'll go and that silly route. And then here comes Hugh Jackman. <laughs> yeah, right. And he would make a joke about how Hugh Jackman is not Wolverine. Oh, He'd say something God. like, wait till you see the new guy. Ugh. See, that's my pick of what happens, but that's not what they're going to no. do. Because here's the thing. I'm pretty sure that Disney bought Fox just for this. 90% yeah. of it. Yeah. If you look at that library, they don't really need it. Mm -mm. They don't need any. Like, there's some great movies in there, but they're not shy on what they have in their library. They bought this as a power move yep. because they're going to get another 10, 15 years out of these Marvel movies with these new characters that they acquired. So that's why I'm thinking maybe they're going to stretch it out a little bit and see kind of what they can do with it. Get the most out of it. So here's a quote from Kevin Feige when he's being... Uh, interviewed by MTV, MTV talking about acquiring Fox, mm -hmm. specifically uh, Fantastic Four and the X-Men. Mm -hmm. He says, the truth of it, I'm excited for all of them. Asked if he was excited about just the big names. I'm excited for all of them. I'm excited, and it's not just the marquee names you know. There are hundreds of names on these documents, on those agreements, and the fact that Marvel is as close as we may ever get to now having access to all of the characters is something I've been dreaming about for most of my 20 years at Marvel. It's very exciting. And then it goes to talk about uh, a Redditor mm -hmm. who has had extremely accurate predictions He's got a good track record about going. the MCU. Okay. He says he has a source inside the MCU that he will not reveal, but has been right 99.9%. It's his uncle, Uncle Hop, <laughs> something. Uncle Feige. He's a rabbit. Oh. Right? His mm. his handle, which you know, IX con kid. Um, and somebody commented saying they want to see Storm in a solo Storm movie, which makes sense because she becomes the eventual eventual wife of the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So, and we very well may see that in right. the MCU. And then we see that relationship and she can kind of, oh, well, you know, by the way, where you been, Storm? Oh, I've been over here. And it's not from uh, out of the MCU's reach to say Professor X can wipe that memory from everyone's brain, except for your, you know, to me, Doctor Strange and your one Maximals of the world. I don't mm -hmm. think that would happen. But anyway, that's a possibility. And this guy says, Storm? There are so many opportunities now that they have the X-Men back. They're not going to make solo X-Men movies. How do you justify that? And the guy responds to him and goes, they're not going to make solo X-Men movies? How do you justify that to the fans? And he responds, they're definitely having plans to make some solo X-Men movies. That's another reason Feige is excited to get the X-Men back. So many of them can be spun off and have so much more of an important role than Fox has made public to the fans. So... Um, He's saying, there's a lot of stuff going on. Trust me, my friend, he has plans. And this person responds, 100% absolutely not going to happen. They're all team-based characters def defined by their moments as a team. So this person's argument is there's no way we're going to get more solo X-Men movies. That's crap. They're a team. But that's I think that's silly to say that you know Colossus or somebody is just an X-Man, period. He can't do whatever mm -hmm. he wants on his own. That's just not true. Mm -hmm. When you look at comics, all of these guys have solo stories oh, where yeah. they've all gone off and done something. So I think that's a little silly. And then he literally is well then this guy responds and says you literally are forgetting by the time the x-men have integrated into the mcu other heroes will be hanging up their capes you're looking way too far ahead which 
I think that's an excellent point. Mm-hmm. By the time these guys, that's why when we started, I said, you know, a lot of these stories have already been plotted out. A lot of their journeys are already mm-hmm. written. Somewhere there's a very magical whiteboard with like movies all the way to 2040 <laughs> yeah. on it. Just a timeline. There is a there is a retina scanned file somewhere <laughs> at Disney that you can only get in <laughs> if you have the frozen eyeball of Walt Disney, <laughs> and it's only let out every three years for them to go in and take notes. Release the eyeball. <laughs> yeah. Unfreeze Walt's eye. Let us go in and look at the plans. And four or five guys just walk in and look at the whiteboard. God, I just can't wait. Uh, sorry. Anyway, we got too ahead of ourselves. Uh, but they're going to be hanging up their caves by then. You're looking way too far ahead. There are thousands of X-Men that aren't going to be on the team. Let's start here. Some that are going to be uh, new ones we've never seen for diversity purposes, etc. Feige's going to take a homecoming approach to the X-Men to differ it from the Foxverse. There will be one or two solo films from that franchise as well. Then he has one note, Fantastic Four are easy to do. That's one film and they're in. He's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. All it takes is for them to have some scientific reason for the Richards and the Ben Grimm's and the Sue Storms and all of them, to, or Johnny Storms, to walk through a portal. Boom, we got the Fantastic Four. X-Men's mm-hmm. a little bit more complicated. Yeah. It says they don't plan to do the typical three solo uh, things in the future. They plan to use Disney Plus... Okay. As well for movies and series to take the Hulk approach to some heroes by crossing them over as well. Not to mention they're going to go up to four films a year. That's not X Men based. That's all of the board. Across the board, they want to start seeing four films a year. Yes. So many movies. Bring it. I cannot wait. Um, So when I say they do the Hulk approach, who he's mentioning there and who he's talking about is Wolverine. Mm hmm. So instead of having your typical solo Wolverine movie, Wolverine's going to be all over the place. Yeah. He might get a Disney Plus series, The Adventures of Wolverine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think uh, I'd that's prefer that. Yeah. I really would. I just. So do you guys want to see them show up as a team? Like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Or would you like to see them show up separately and turn into a team at the end like the Avengers? I kind of want the separately to begin with. Mm hmm. One of the reasons I think the MCU was so successful is because you actually learned and you cared about these people. Yeah. And before they came together. Before they came together. And meant something so, more when they finally got yeah. together to fight that big bad. So you just suicide squatted. Here's everybody. Here you go. Yeah. It's terrible. Well, suicide. Oh, my God. But I don't know. I, I'm i selfish. I want an X-Men movie, and I want it sooner than later. How Me do you too. feel, Jack? What, yeah. Uh which one of you said Guardians of the Galaxy? Bingo. I think that's how you do that. Because yeah. James Gunn he... did an amazing job introducing all of those characters and giving us interesting points to care about with all of them in one movie. And not every director can do that. And they've also shown that they can extend the runtime a little bit and still keep their audience glued to their seats. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I think you take the model of Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm where you start off with Gamora and then separately you meet uh, Peter Quill yeah. and then separately you meet Drax mm-hmm. and separately you meet Rocket and Groot. Let's say you start off with a Wolverine. You're with him for 
30 minutes, you meet a storm completely separate, but something drawing towards them needing to be together. Mm -hmm. You obviously meet a Professor X or a Jean Grey or a Cyclops, and then maybe they move towards that and have a realization that they need to be a team. But me even talking about it right now sounds like that's a super freaking long ass movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know what? I'll buckle in for two and a half hours. (laughs) I would too. But like, didn't Professor X bring them all together in the first place? Like, yeah. That's how mm-hmm. the X-Men came right. about. So how are mm-hmm. they going to meet each other and, hey, let's be a team? It doesn't seem to work as well. That's where yeah. I think I, That's Frank where Gardens. I think they have their own struggles individually, and they kind of have a, we said Guardians of the Galaxy, even a Avengers movie. We have a Phil Coulson effect mm-hmm. where they each run into somebody. They could each in some way or another run into Professor X, true. whether it be that's through true. the mind games or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Or they each have a run-in with Magneto, and Magneto mentions Charles Xavier, mm-hmm. and they don't know Charles, and they go searching for him. Could be something like that. And they that. all have like a universal enemy in right. the situation, and it brings them all together. Right. Okay. So to finish that whole conversation so we can move on to that, mm-hmm. uh, it says Disney Plus can be taken out of the equation as it's TV shows, and they'll never be the equivalent of a blockbuster movie. This is the other guy. They still don't have space for solo X-Men movies. I don't know who this guy is. His name I don't is, like him. His name's Accurate Broccoli, and I got to go ahead and say, Accurate Broccoli, I disagree with you. I hate Broccoli, and I hate him. <laughs> I'm not so uh, adversely affected by Broccoli, but... Fun fact, Jack loves Broccoli. I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, so, side story, and my, my wonderful wife is on her way t- here. Tell me about Broccoli. We had a party at the house, and we had barbecue. We had all kinds of food to be eaten, and Megan made sure... There was a shit ton of broccoli. <laughs> and I remember her coming to me at some point in the party going, nobody's eating the broccoli. I am i don't know what's going on, but nobody's eating the broccoli. So me being a smart ass and a jerk and an a-hole and not being sensitive to my wife, genuine worry that people didn't want to eat the broccoli she prepared. <laughs> I started singly going to everybody at this party. Going, hey, you got any broccoli on that plate? How's your broccoli? Have you tried it? And she was so mad at me. And I was just like, hey, go outside. Hey, anybody got any broccoli? Are we going to balance out our diets here or just drink beer and eat crap? <laughs> oh, is that my, oh, is that my birthday? That's what it was. Yeah, it was your birthday. Yeah. It's a very intimidating like, birthday party. Like, hey, guys, <laughs> it's not a birthday party without some broccoli. And we, <laughs> at the end of the story, we finished it. But it was very funny. And then we went out to a bar, and a couple of people <laughs> brought pieces of broccoli with them <laughs> from the house. Pocket and broccoli. Had it, pocket broccoli. I imagine they're still eating it. They're just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was very, very funny. Shout out to all my friends broccoli that brought broccoli to the beer, to the bar. That was a lot of fun. Broccoli to the beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> accurate broccoli. I don't really dig this guy's ideas. But anyway, X-Con Kid, whatever the hell his name is. They definitely plan to do films and series from smaller characters who they don't think need a big Hollywood film on Disney+. Mm -hmm. That's genius. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. You have characters, like I talk about Beta Ray Bill. I don't think Beta Ray Bill could carry his own movie. No No way. You're not going to get people out to the theaters. But you introduce him to a movie and you give him a series on Disney+, people are going to watch it, man. They're going to watch it. Like I, I, I keep talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. I love Guardians. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see any of them in individual. I don't want to see a Drax yeah. movie. I couldn't. No. I couldn't sit through a Rocket movie. No. I love Rocket Raccoon. I couldn't sit through a movie with just him. Although Bradley Cooper's insanely talented. Yeah. I, I want to see them together, and I feel like we're going to get that same vibe from this, but with a couple offshoots on Disney Plus or wherever it may be. Yeah, I could do forty-five ep- minute episodes of Groot walking around, only saying I am Groot. <laughs> I'm kidding. Couldn't do that. 
Um, so it. if I had to trust my my close personal source, who's been 99% right and has given my info I've shared with everyone on Reddit versus you, I'm sorry I've got to go with him. But if you're so against it, you're definitely not going to like what Feige plans, uh, like Feige's plans, including Wolverine. So that is where uh, we kind of got into the whole Wolverine is going to be a Hulk-esque character. Yeah. Not... A focal point like he has been. I love Wolverine, but I'm not clamoring for another Wolverine movie right now. Right. Maybe in a couple years, maybe five years, but right now, yeah. And you're right. And I, I keep bringing him up. I'm guilty of that because I, I love the character, but a, a, a full-on Wolverine-focused movie that's done right is going to be, I think, kind of repetitive. Yeah. I'd rather see a Wolverine series like you mentioned he's before. He's going to freak out. He's going to pop the claws. He's going to amputate some limbs. That's Wolverine. Mm -hmm. And he can do that in a Hulk movie, or he can do that in a Storm movie, or he can yes. whatever it may be. He could be that guy that when the odds are so insurmountable at the very last second in the 11th hour, good old Wolverine pops in and saves the day. I think he could serve his purpose perfectly like that. I think giving him an A-plus actor like Hugh Jackman, that's great. But after a while, you're going to realize that you need a lot more than claws for the story for him. I, I don't know. I just, I wasn't a big fan of anything except for Logan. Yeah. Um, and I, that was awesome. I liked most of their, most of Hugh Jackman's, Jackman's movies, but mm -hmm. I was thinking, could Magneto be the first villain titled movie in the MCU? Could he be the first villain point of view movie? I would watch. Yeah. He's got such an interesting backstory. I was and, just going to say that. Yeah, he's just such a layered character, and I, I know I, I've talked about him a couple of times, but I just think he could be the one. There were through. ideas for a Magneto solo movie, and they got scrapped. Was it called X-Men Origins Magneto? Yes, it was. <laughs> then I'm glad it got scrapped. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know who they would have tapped on the shoulder to play that, if it would have been Michael Fassbender or Ian McKellen. Uh, all I know is... You're absolutely right. When you're looking at X-Men villains that could carry a story, he doesn't even need to be an X-Men villain, honestly, for Magneto to carry a story. He could he do it either way. Just be Magneto. Yeah. Okay. So if they don't go Magneto, if they decide to hold off on him, who do they do as the big bad in the X-Men chapter of the universe? I think we've talked about this guy before. I you know I, who I'm going to say? I think we have the same guy in mind. Mr. Sinister? Mr. Yes. Sinister. Oh, I was going to say the same thing. I Let's, finally want to see Mr. Sinister. He's they, on my top five. Kinda, oh, wait, they, who they, did they, I say would, pay, would play him and do a great job? From Mad Men. What's his name? Oh, John Hamm. John Hamm. There we go, John Hamm. John Hamm. I John think Hamm he would, would play good. a great Mr. Sinister. He'd look, I just, I'm so surprised he hasn't been casting anything in Marvel or DC. And Mr. Him, Sinister could... Uh, could be a pretty popular character to bring Deadpool into the fold as well mm -hmm. because they have had some very historic spats. Wasn't there like a little Mr. Sinister Easter egg in the in the uh, Deadpool movie? I don't believe so. Not that, not, if it was, I missed it. Yeah, there was a briefcase that got thrown on the counter that said SX Corp on it mm. and it had all the blood vials. Oh, that so, is correct. So I don't remember that, but it, hey. Maybe they just keep, they're keeping Ryan Reynolds. Maybe they just keep that going. So I Google the thing. Googled top 25 tease. villains for the X-Men. Number to go 25. Them. 
Oh, should we start at 25? I'll go back up to the top of the list. <laughs> back to top. Somebody we, who I no, don't, we don't have to do all think 25. Somebody, uh, let's just go through it then. Uh, number 12, 25 on the list is Pyro. Eh. <laughs> don't see that happening. I don't we see Pyro being to the strong top 10, enough. But Toad. Yeah, let's do Toad <laughs> instead. Sauron. How would they? How would they even bring him in? I don't even like that. I don't know, but do the pterodactyl. Arcade. Wow, we're really going through. <laughs> I would love to see a Mojo movie. You know who could play Mojo? Mm. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Roseanne Bauer. Mystique. They won't do Mystique. No, that's for sure. Especially well, although they are wiping the slate clean, I just don't think Mystique is that person. Man, she is not. No. Solo carry uh, approved in my mind. I think they had Jennifer Lawrence, and we're like, we got Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Now that guy he almost made could my be interesting. Well. Omega, Red. Omega Red. Honorable mention. Yeah, he's a baller. I like Omega Red. Don't know if he's strong enough to handle everybody. There's your boy. Shaw or Sabertooth. Sabertooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now Emma Frost would be a strong one. She'd be Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Uh, Vulcan, that would be a good one. Gabriel Summers, but they really can't do that. Mm. Can't go back. But here he is, Mr. Sinister. Number eight. That is a horrible ranking. I just, I think he would be perfect for the role, man. He's clear-cut bad guy. Mm -hmm. He's somebody that if you did start off with Wolverine, or not Wolverine, with Magneto, mm -hmm. Magneto could eventually say, okay, I'm going to handle this problem. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put you boys on the back burner. I'm going to handle him first. Like, I'm a bad guy, but he's a real bad guy. Yeah. Let's see who else. Dark Phoenix, that won't happen. Yeah, no. I mean, and some of these bad guys are such, such, oh, Apocalypse. Apocalypse. They're not going to touch Apocalypse with a 10-foot pole for at least so? five years. You don't think so? Not after that last movie. Huh. Number one on the list, Magneto. Mm. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. If anybody has any ideas, we got Onslaught here. Uh, I think he would be a good one. I mean, oh, so this is from the series uh, Fatal Attraction. After Wolverine is nearly killed by Magneto, Xavier's rage causes him to shut down his old friend's mind. During that time, Magneto's own rage and desire to get revenge entered Xavier's mind and awakened all of his dormant negative feelings. <laughs> yeah, that's like a... Uh... This is a terrible Dr. Phil episode. <laughs> All right, now, Charles, I just need you to shut down all these bad thoughts you're having about Wolverine, okay? <laughs> Go down into your psyche and dig out all those negative thoughts, and let's project them. So what? Hold on now. And then he turns into Onslaught. That's how... Just Dr. Phil. That is how the X-Men find their way into the MCU is through Dr. Phil. Sell it back to Fox. <laughs> And you know what? Okay, that's perfect. So Dr. Phil brings ex <laughs> Charles Xavier onto the show. It's a great time. Then at the end, he unleashes Onslaught. And then things are getting crazy, getting dicey for all the X-Men. Rogue comes in and says, Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> Catch me outside, Onslaught. How about that? I, I feel like I should be writing this down. I got to go. Kevin, are you listening? <laughs> He's Feige! Listening. Oh, we're just going to dismiss that whole idea? Absolutely yes. Not. What? <laughs> I like 
Oh, Anything that man. involves Dr. Phil, I'm out. That would have been so good. Dr. Phil, if you're listening to this, which I know you are, uh, let With us know what you think. Time. Let us know what you think. So, uh, yeah, I think there are so many different ways for the X-Men to come into the uh, the universe. Me, personally, I'm going to go the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness route as an introduction, mm-hmm. not as a major focal point. I don't think they even take a chunk of that movie out. I think maybe they're a part of the story, and then we, you know, like I, just, I don't know. You peek through a window and you just see... Claws. No, no, not so much that. You're right. Uh, I think they'll be a big part of it, but not not the lion's share. Yeah. Maybe they're part of it. They help out Wanda and Doctor Strange, and there's some reason for them to come over. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's an end scene clip of a Magneto joining the MCU, and then we... So that movie is filmed and finished. Do you think this is done in the can? They've already made these choices. Is it filmed and finished? I think so. I don't mm. think it's post-production Because it was yet. supposed to be out in November. Uh, what was? Multiverse of Madness. Was it really? Nope. No, no, no. I don't no. think so. That was Eternals that was coming out in November. That you know was- what we can do? We there can do we go. So you know what? Maybe that was June? I think it was June now that I think about it. I was trying to think of the schedule because Eternals was November. <laughs> Multiverse of Madness. Here we go. Let's just see what it says on IMDb if it's in post-production or not. Let's see here. Ryan, enough. Enough. Pre-production. They have not started shooting. Wow. Okay. This is expected March of- 25th, 2022. Oh, my God. Okay. So they got plenty of time. Rumored. No. See, this is how early in production they are. They're rumored. To have Sam Raimi as a director. They don't even have one pinned down. No, Sam Raimi did confirm. Did on he? Twitter, yes. IMDb, I know you're listening. Listen here, internet movie site. database. Yeah, you're killing me, man. I'm just hoping, hoping, hoping. He's hoping. Good Lord. I'm just hoping they tumble through all these universes and they just see Tobey Maguire. <laughs> crying. That's all I want. Just, just crying. Tobey Maguire <laughs> crying or dancing. Doing his ugly cry. So <laughs> Yuck. Being a dick. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Hmm. Well, we've got some solid theories out here. I'd love to hear from all of you. Love to hear from you. Who is your favorite X-Men? My Leave favorite well, X-Men. You can answer first, and then they can answer in the comments below. Cyclops. Cyclops. How about you? Wolverine, man. Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah, it's got to be Wolverine. I'm surprised no gambits. A lot of people like Gambit. Uh, he's my second. That, that, that was involved? that long lost movie that never happened. I wonder if they'll yeah. actually yeah. do that now. If they'll yeah. actually cast uh, Magic Mike. What's his name? Uh, my second Kendall? place vote for uh, favorite X Man is Bishop. Bishop. All right. See, I wasn't sure if you were counting him. Oh yeah. As okay. How yeah. could you not? I like Bishop, and I thought they did him pretty well in Days of Future Past mm-hmm. for the ten seconds. I was going to say for the time he was in there, he, he looked great. Heroes. I, I thought they did the power two. well. Storm's probably my number two. She's very good. Very mm-hmm. powerful. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very yeah. powerful. So if you want to tell us who you think is very good and very powerful, people are like, oh, God, will these guys ever shut up? Yeah, sure. Send we will. us a postcard. We will. Send it to alteregopodcast2 at gmail.com or post it on our Facebook page. Yep. At Alter Ego Podcast. Or you can get us on Twitter at, at podcast underscore ego, Instagram, Alter Ego Podcast, or youtube.com forward slash Alter Ego Podcast. Please. Send us your thoughts as I gently play you into obscurity. You're just, you're calm, 
thinking of nothing. You're on a cloud of alter All of a sudden, Mad Max. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. I'm going to keep letting it play. Mom, this one's for you. To remind pet owners that Progressive covers pets on our auto policy at no extra charge, we're making a really cute pet-themed radio commercial. You gotta see this dog. It's a little puffball. It looks like a piece of cotton candy that I could just eat up. Oh, and it waddles when it walks. He's a little ducky dog. Oh, I wish you could see it. We really should have planned this better. Get coverage for your pets with an auto policy from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and is subject to policy terms. You went online to switch your car insurance to Progressive so you could save money. But then you saw a friend request from an old summer camp buddy. And now here you are, clicking through photos of his kickball team from 2011. Oh, looks like they won the championship that year. Then he moved to Tulsa. Oh, a new tattoo. Yes, they said it was easy to save hundreds on car insurance with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates National Average Savings by new customer surveyed who saved in 2019. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.